Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 353 for Patch 7.2. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up here in episode number 353 of HearthCast, we have a follow-up on the Battle.net offline mode. And I sit down for an interview with a legendary Hearthstone player. This podcast is made possible through the kind support of our Patreons. To learn how you can support Root and myself on HearthCast, visit patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. Thank you. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Well, I did something I had been kind of working on for a while. Which, yeah? Yeah, which was on my mage, who is a herbalist and, and a scribe. I finally got enough materials to make the toy steamy romance novel kit. I didn't realize there was a toy for that. There is a toy. You get the toy, and uh, every 30 minutes you can write a steamy romance novel. Okay, do you get like new chapters and stuff with it? How's it? Yeah, I think there's some items that you can only get through this toy. I've I, mostly, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I've mostly gotten great quality items, but they're, and they seem to be a little bit shorter than the, the regular steamy romance novels. Are they all like unique? Have you read them all? So what I've read, I've only done like two or three times. I've gotten two of the same item that had the same title, but the text was slightly different. Well, it's, you know, like an abridged version. <laughs> it was like different different sections of the book. Director's cut. I don't yeah. <laughs> Extended they edition. Were, they were involving a Forsaken. It was like, uh, that was kind of weird. What is that old thing about a hundred monkeys on a hundred typewriters can write out a novel or something like that? Right, Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to make a character on um on the server I'm on. I'll give you one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know that's what you really want. You're not gonna <laughs> peddle your smut to me, young lady. <laughs> what are you talking about? You peddle your smut elsewhere. Okay. Good day. Wow. Okay. Put it in my place. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Freckle face the. Smut peddler. That's what you. What is the toy hey. called? What's the toy called? Steamy romance novel kit. Oh man, they missed out. They they should have been like steamy. They should have done something with an acronym that spelled oh, out smut. smut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they missed out. Steamy something or other, but whatever. <laughs> also ran through Trove of the Thunder King a few times. What's in there? Um, gold basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, my rogue, I have like fifteen keys. Wow. Yeah. Because there's, um, there's a thing with a, a rogue order hall. One of your followers as a rogue has a chance to bring you back a vault ticket. Cool. And when you get the vault ticket, you turn it into this guy and he uh, lets you pick an item. So there will be three or four items that are all of a sudden now clickable. And as soon as you click one, the rest of them are not clickable again. And one of the items that comes up is a key to the palace of Lei Shin, which is the, um, you know, the Thunder King scenario yeah back in mob yeah the timed one yes and it's cool because you can actually talk to the uh the girl panda there 
she's in your order hall, but she'll take you, she'll queue you up for the scenario. Oh, that's cool. And then at the end of the scenario, you can talk to her and you can either have her teleport you back to that little cave on the Isle of Thunder King. Or back to your order hall. Or back to your order hall. Now yeah. I want to level a rogue. Oh, rogue is fun. Yeah, I've got one. And the order hall is like right there in Dalaran. There's three or four secret doors that you can use to get to it. You're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the biggest secrets in the game. You don't talk about how to get the rogue order hall. Well, you still have to have the insignia. No. Even if you know where it is. Yeah. What do they do if you, if you walk in and you don't have it? They just kick you out? or They, they kick you out. Nothing cool? Yeah. Oh, just get you know, it's funny too. So I have a paladin who's really low level and she was in Eastern Plaguelands and I picked up a quest to go beneath the crypts. And as soon as I picked up the quest, the floor beneath me opened up, Whoa! but I wasn't ready to do the quest yet. So I, you know, went out and came back in while the floor wasn't open anymore. <gasps> and I tried forever. I abandoned the quest. I picked it back up. I logged out, logged back in. Could not get the floor to open back up again. And then I realized, like, okay, the crypt is in a different spot. But then I still couldn't figure out why the floor is opening up. So I just kind of hung out there a little bit. Well, it turns out that's where the Paladin Order Hall is. Because I tried to go down there and I got kicked out. Why is the Paladin Order Hall in Western Plaguelands? Eastern Plaguelands. Because that's where Light's Hope Chapel is. Okay. With all the Argent Dawn. But I wonder if they have a way to get there. Then I, oh, they I, have to. There's no way there. Maybe that's just another entrance to it through some weird portal. I don't know. Just they probably like have. I need to look it up. But they probably have somewhere in Dalaran that ports them to their to that spot. That's just weird. Because it's the same way with uh, the hunter. The lodge is over in High Mountain. Right. And at the beginning, I was like, I have to fly all the way to High Mountain every time I want to go to Mordor Hall. No, there's a little, no. There's a uh, there's a woman who's got an eagle, and you can just go talk to her and say. Yeah, but at least, there. at least that's in this current expansion. I just don't understand why something is way off in the eastern Plaguelands. It's not in this current expansion's continent, the landmass, the broken shores, broken isles. Well, isn't the shaman in the maelstrom, I think? Is it? Yeah. So it's just like a weird little thing, like trying to figure out how the floor would open up again for my quest. And it turns out it didn't have anything to do with me at all. No, just somebody else had gone in there. And, yeah, just every time a paladin would come to the order hall, it would open it up. up. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. It's funny. Oh, but that uh, the uh, the treasure scenario. I realized I need Kieran Tor rep. Oh, it's useful for something now, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> all the items that you can buy to help you with the scenario, the ones that will let you, you know, levitate or you know get past certain obstacles, they're gap rated. Levitate. <laughs> <laughs> they're gap rated. They're rep gated. Rep gated, not gap rated. Nope. <laughs> you know these things could be gap rated. Maybe. Yeah. What is ready to get? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, that type of thing kind of makes me feel like WoW is sort of a rabbit hole sometimes. You start out with one goal in mind. I'm going to do these scenarios. But then I end up, oh, I need to do Kieran Tor rap instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's like an ADD rabbit hole. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like lots of nooks and crannies. In yeah, it. and then I need Karen Torrev, so that means I got to do all my emissaries, which means if I'm doing this emissary, I might as well do the other one. Mm-hmm. Before it's you know something. it, six hours have passed, and you still haven't completed your main objective nope. for the day. I just wanted to level. I don't know what's Yeah, just wanted to level. I've also been playing a lot of Here's the Storm. I feel like I turned a corner a little bit in that I think I'm having a little bit better instincts 
as far as where to go, what to do, when to push into fight and when to back off. Okay. Yeah. A little bit better. All right. Well, I've been playing two years, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And we actually did something new. We played uh, Team League. What is that? Uh, It's a ranked version. You go in there. We play the group kind, but everything's a draft. So you uh, see what map you're going to go into. Okay. And then you and the other team take turns picking what hero you're going to be. Do you start off with a ban? You get to ban heroes? Yes. Each team okay. gets to ban a hero. So this is just like the competitive play. Right. Okay. That's cool. Uh, yeah. It's it really fun. But here's the thing. So we normally play in a group of four of us. And there was um, our fifth person that came in that suggested this. And he said, oh, well, all you have to do is lose 10 times between now and the end of the season and you get a mount and you get gold and you get like this unique stuff that you can't get once the season's passed. So he's taking our arena strategy. Yes, get in there and lose. (laughs) Get in there and lose, you'll get stuff anyhow. But here's the thing, he doesn't play with us regularly. Oh, so he just kind of came in and suggested. we cannot do it with four people because you have to go in as a group, which means... Are you trying to recruit me? (laughs) No, I know you won't do it. I might. If the objective is not to win <laughs> and it's okay to lose, I well, would you don't do want it. to throw it though. That's no. the thing. Well, I'm not saying I would throw yeah. it. I wouldn't throw it. I would try. I would try hard. But Okay. Hey, yeah. if you want to come on. Let yeah. me let me uh let me let me uh let, let me marinate. Think. Yeah, okay. that's the word. Let it marinate. Hmm. So it's a little awkward with the four of us because you have to do it in two, three, or five people. Yeah, you don't want to exclude somebody. Could you do it in two groups of two? Me could. But then you're not doing it as a group. Right, yeah, right, right. So, uh, let me think on it. <laughs> well, tell me about your week. Well, Dark Rose the Wakener, who is my Alliance Worgen Druid, my baby druid, is now 107. Ooh. I've been going through quest lines, and I've run a couple of dungeons with him, but mainly just doing the normal quest lines. Flying all around. Yeah, I am doing that. But here's the thing. Like a lot of the quests that we have are kill X number of. Because a lot of the quests you get, if you remember, turn into the the world quests afterwards. And some of them are the world quests when you get in there. It's like, oh, you have to, that's part of the quest chain. Oh, double up. Yeah. So flying isn't all that advantageous if you have to uh, kill X number of. Then you might as well just be on the ground killing X number of. You don't really gain that much. It is faster to go turn in quests. I'll give you that. Okay, yeah. And moving from one section to another, finding the the next start spot. Yeah, the next hub. Yeah. yeah. Getting to and from the hubs is a lot faster. So that part is advantageous. But actually doing the quest, yeah, not so much. Okay. I actually dinged 106 on the mobile companion app with him. Really? Yeah. Compl- oh, did you do one of those XP? Yeah. I always mission? do XPs when they're available to me right now. Cool. And so I had done a couple XP missions. And when I completed them, uh, it was enough to put me into the, you know, up to 106. And I don't use any sounds on the mobile app, so I don't know if there's a ding associated with it, but there was a little pop-up on the bottom of the screen. It's like, Dark Rose is now 106. I was like, oh, that's cool. I dinged using the mobile companion app. Fun. So that's in there. I don't, I've never done that before. I talked to somebody else. They're like, well, yeah, that's of course. What else are you going to do? Like, I don't know. In Hearthstone, which is really fun for me to say. Uh, I got my Paladin deck to 20. I know that's nothing. I don't oh, know. Does that unlock all your cards? I thought it did, but it gave me like another card, and I still have cards to go, so I don't know what it did for me. Well, you still have classic cards to go, but did you unlock all the basic ones? Man, I don't know. Maybe it did. I don't know how to okay. check that. 
You have to, we'll we'll look after All and right. we'll see. Uh, but that was fun. I was like, I, I posted a screenshot up on Twitter because I haven't done that that I can recall ever. But like, I don't know if they reset it maybe one time in the beta or after the beta. I don't remember. But regardless, it was fun to do. I was enjoying that deck. I made my, I called it my drunk pally. And that was fun. And I actually took my drunk pally into battle with uh, our friend instructor. And he, um, he, he beat me in five turns. <laughs> Wait, what's drunk about your pally deck? The fact that I have no rhyme or reason to it. And oh, so okay. I call it drunk pally. It's not gotcha. me or the pallies. Nobody's drunk. But it's one of those things like, what is this guy doing? He, <laughs> why did he do Why did he play that? Well, it's been successful for me in like normal mode, whatever it's called, casual. I took it in to, uh, to challenge uh, my buddy. This was the guy that uh, he had to forfeit a game. So it's been my one win over him. And I have lauded that win over him oh, yes, ever you since. Have. You have been nonstop about that. Five turns. <laughs> and he just clean. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, I, I can get it. And then on turn five, he put like an armada on the board. And I was like, oh, oh, look at that. And then he like buffed the whole armada. And then I was dead. And so then I went back at him, coached with a, a legendary coach at my side. And I made it to turn Seven. <laughs> so, Improvements. Yeah, that's what we all said. Hey, said it, it was fun. That was all what I was at the Hearthstone Spring 2017 Championship Tour. A lot of fun, a lot of work, but a lot of fun. Is that a Buffalo Wild Wings? Is that a Buffalo Wild Wings? Yes, which was, you know, it was interesting. We'd given Blizzard our feedback on that, and um, some of the things were addressed. The biggest thing was noise. So Blizzard sent down some awesome Plantronics noise canceling headsets. They're really, really nice. I did get the chance while I was there to sit down with a legendary player. We spoke, we recorded, we did an interview that's coming up later here in the show. So you all can enjoy that. It was a lot of fun. And then while I was also there, I took advantage of another legendary player and I gave him a challenge. The challenge I issued him was to create the most aggressive deck he could out of my cards. So go through what I have, build the most aggressive deck you can. And he did. And he called it Let's Smork. And I misread that as Left Murloc. <laughs> and that's been another joke, but... Well, and you hadn't seen the Smork video. No, you showed me you that. Have. Yeah, so I'm aware of it. Inflicted that on you. Yeah, that was... I want that three minutes of my life back, please. <laughs> um, so this is more like a face hunter with like some pretty... Like Alex Straza's in the deck and some other... I can't reveal too much because I might play somebody. But I don't lose much with it. In casual, anyhow. I don't win much in ranked. I haven't won at all. I've tried it like three or four times in ranked and don't win. And then I just leave and go back to casual. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. It's a lot of face and a lot of, uh, a lot of math. Like I can put up some huge numbers and if I get the right cards, which I'm big getting the right cards. So we finished out our week for, I challenged you when I was, uh, riding high on my drunk pally while at, uh, at, at the tournament. <laughs> Yeah, so you what did you do to me? You like I played Quest Rogue and destroyed me. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, no letter complete that quest." That's all your people turn into five fines with like like wind fury or something. I don't know what happened. So I was like, I'm thinking I'm thinking I got a chance. I got ooh. <laughs> like So well, you and you know I played a few games and my goal was to play the most different cards that I thought you might not have come across yet so you can feel everyone's pain. 
Okay. Like uh, there was one game where where I played uh, Nazdormu. Very sadistic you. of you, but yes. <laughs> well, because if you hadn't experienced it, you don't know that it's a possibility. That's true. That's you know? very true. Yeah. And I was like, just trying to expose you to as many different wrenches as you can have in the game as possible. Which you did. And I thought I was handling pretty well on that one game because you had like all these little one ones out. I'm like, I'm not even concerned about these one ones. I got a taunt up. I'm uh, good. Yeah, that's uh, and then that's all your the rub with the quest. Yeah, all yeah. your one ones turned into five fives, <laughs> and I went, oh, well, well, well that's kind of crummy. <laughs> Yeah, I've been having fun in the quest drug, and it's it's one of those things where it doesn't always work because you have to get certain cards in your hand. Yeah, okay. When it does, it's nasty. Uh, yeah. And there's very... really not much you can do no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that, that. That We played again. We played another one. And thank you for prolonging the next game because I kept having to like step away and attend to stuff going on in the in the event. And I would come back. I'm like, oh, she hasn't left yet. I think I skipped my turn once or something, or I don't know what. But you like prolonged it. Busy. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I have a chance. And then no, I don't even know what you played, <laughs> but I thought I was doing good. And also, I was like, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> You're doing fine, but like, I I just have a much bigger card collection than you. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. Uh, you're helping me buy some uh, what cards to buy. And see, here's the thing. My issue is once I get a deck that I'm happy with, I don't want to replace it <laughs> with like other cards. So I got to look at it. And start evaluating additional cards might be better to replace, especially my smork deck. That'd be fun to get some different things in there. But that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. A few weeks ago, Freck, we talked about some of the promises that Blizzard has made and might not have kept in the same way they say they were going to keep it or flatly just not kept. And one of those promises was the offline mode in the Battle.net client. And while we, along with many, many other people, have been waiting for this feature, it's given us some time to reflect on it and really come up with some of the issues that it would cause. Yeah, for one, so if you go offline in Battle.net, how does that affect whether or not you can be seen in-game? Because those are totally different systems, and all the games are interactive. So then what happens? You know, are you invisible in Guild? Or in slash who, or like yeah. if, if you uh, post in the uh, poster group in the custom group finder. Or say something in trade chat or yeah. whatever. <laughs> say, Why isn't anybody responding to me? Uh, <laughs> or what if, you know, you run across somebody just in the real world, you're running around. Oh, I've and, done that a ton of times. And just like, been out questing and just happened to look next to me. And now there's someone from my guild. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Poke at him. Wave at them. <laughs> yeah, I would always do wave, fart, do something Poke. like that. <laughs> We're supposed to be playing socially interactive games. Pretty much all of them, maybe with the exception of Diablo, if you play like a solo campaign. It's really the only one I can think of that wouldn't require social interaction to complete. More fun in Diablo to play with other people by, by far. But if you have this offline mode and someone's really taking advantage of this offline mode, are they experiencing the games the way Blizzard intends the games to be experienced? It does go against the spirit of the games, I think. And I don't want to be insensitive when people say that they have anxiety about talking to people. Because I understand what that's like. But it's one of those things where, you know, you can take that nervousness and you can either lean into it or you can try to fight it. And I think having an offline mode would encourage people to just lean into that. 
is now if you have the choice of going offline, you might just get in the habit of being offline. And now you've been playing WoW for three months, but no one sees you online. No one talks to you. And maybe you feel a little bit lonely, but no one's had the chance to make that better. You know? it, can, it can be very detrimental at that point in time not to interact with other people. Now, I will say, selfishly, the reason I wanted it was to appear offline so somebody wouldn't know what game I was playing. And that is more of a crutch to get around something versus dealing with the actual issue. So knowing that offline mode, in my opinion, is never going to come, I went ahead and dealt with that issue. It's a very small issue. I think I probably inflated it more than, than it was, but it's dealt with. Now, that doesn't mean that since that issue is dealt with now, I don't care about offline mode. I'd still like to see some kind of implementation of it, but understand that it's not going to be a complete, I am invisible in the game. And if they did, it definitely should not be that you can go offline, but you can still see what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it's stalker mode. that would be a problem. It's stalker mode. Um, one of the messengers, was it like MSN that people used to use back in the day? Would MSN, have that feature. Appear offline? Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and the problem is you appear offline. You're looking to see if anyone else comes online. You're waiting to come online until someone else does. And they're appearing offline and they're as doing well. they the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it really just isolate people. Well, think of this other mechanic. I go in and I say, okay, Battle.net, make me appear offline. And now Battle.net has made me appear offline. Does that now mean if I go play HOTS and I choose a random quick match, is it going to look through all of my friends and say Root cannot be matched with any of the following people? It could because that function is there when you block somebody. Like, for example, Warcraft, um, if you block someone that you have a bad experience with, it's never going to match you up with that person again. I thought it just blocked them from speaking with you. It does block them from speaking with you, but you're also not going to get in a group with them again. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So hmm. functionality is there. So now if you do an LFR, an LFD, any kind of random event that has the opportunity to put you in with a person on your friends list, it just wouldn't? I guess so. But, I mean, the chance of that happening is really low anyways. It's happened to me a couple times. And L- yeah, and LFRs especially where you realize, hey, there's three people from my guild are in here or here are three people okay, from yeah. my past guild. Yeah, I've had yeah, that yeah. happen too. Yeah. LFR, unlikely. Hearthstone or HOTS, you're unlikely to be matched up with somebody that you already know. So I don't want offline to be like you're playing, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't want it to be that where you're playing hooky and then you run into somebody somewhere. Like you ever like skipped out on work or school or anything else and then you run into somebody at the supermarket? No, if I skip work, I stay home. Okay, I'm, well, not, a ga- I'm a gamer. <laughs> not <laughs> not I'm not going to skip work to get, go to the beach. What's outdoors? <laughs> a sunburn. <laughs> I got this pasty white skin. I got to keep pristine. <laughs> All right. Well, I have run into somebody when I was off of work once. <laughs> uh, luckily, they were off work as well, but I ran into them at the mall, in the food court at the mall specifically. Right. And so that's it. They can happen. I'm just saying that can, happen, can happen in real life. And I mean, it was no big deal because they didn't know that I had taken off work. They just like, oh, hey. I'm like, well, now hey. it can happen too if you take off work and then like you're walking around and you forget you check in on Facebook somewhere. Oh, <laughs> oh that happens a lot. People yeah, do that. Do. Yeah, we've busted people for that. But if you call in sick and then you check in <laughs> at the movies <laughs> or whatever, it's like, look, don't do this. 
All right, so you don't want that to happen in game. No, I really don't. By the way, we did confirm that when I was busy, I was not receiving messages from you in Hearthstone. Because I was whispering you. And I wasn't seeing any of it. Which is probably fine, because I didn't realize you had people watching the game. They weren't watching the game around me, no. Well, weren't they telling you about the quest rogue? Oh, I took it to them afterwards, and I'm like, what oh. happened? I was doing one once, and then they're all five fives, and then they're like, quest rogue, dude. I'm like, what? And then they explained it to me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no. See, okay. You have to understand. I'm not going to really let people watch me play. <laughs> so I was kind of like off in the corner okay. by the coloring pages. I, I, I get that, actually. <laughs> it was cool, though, when uh, when I had the, the guy helping me play and, and teaching me and coaching me. That was fine, but that was against the other guy who beat me in five turns and then six turns. There's no way I was going to be- beat him. Well, I I whispered you when you had your status set online and as busy in Warcraft and you've responded. Yeah. It, apparently they don't care about that. So it just, it affects Hearthstone, but not the rest of the game. We'll have to try on the rest. We'll have to put this to okay. the uh, the test and uh, we will hire our Hearthcast crack team of UI testers. <laughs> uh, we call them uh, Hi, I guess. <laughs> Huey. Huey. Yeah, this is Huey. <laughs> High's our investigator. That's our right. investigative crack team. Right. Huey is our UI. <laughs> All right, so we'll get Huey on that and uh, we'll report back next week on what Huey has to say uh, about that. But yeah, I just think overall, this whole offline mode thing, you Blizzard's got to look at it and say, well, why do people really want it? And if it's to not be bothered by people who are sending you friend requests or IMs or anything else, yeah, I can see that. But it's not going to prevent somebody from grouping with you randomly or running into you across whatever game that you might be playing. There's also one more wrench that we need to throw into this whole mix. A couple of weeks ago, we discussed what has become the prevalent voice and text chatting game that being Discord. If you leave the setting on in Discord, it tells people what game you're playing. So now you need to manage that offline appearance in multiple places. You can turn it off in Discord, just don't report what game I'm playing. It's in there in your settings. Right. But if people don't take the time to do that, they've taken all this time to make sure that nobody can find them in World of Warcraft through the Battle.net launcher. They don't know what server they're on. They don't know anything. And then you friended them in Discord, and they're like, oh, hey, man, you're playing WoW? <laughs> <laughs> so it could be all for naught. Yeah. All that yeah. hard work, and then something else is going to rat on you. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to see an offline mode, a real in-depth offline mode anytime soon from Blizzard. So what's the alternative? Busy. Busy. Yeah. Just, yeah. But then, make well, like I said, we'll have Huey look at it. But once Huey returns the results, we'll know exactly what Busy does, and then we can... We can elaborate on that. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is be more open with your communication and be more selective about maybe who you add on your friends list. If all you're doing is avoiding somebody, you're never going to play with them and you just like, I really don't want them to see what I'm doing. You know, why have them as a friend? Well, what happens when you take them off the friends list that you don't get removed from theirs? They still see what you're doing. You're going to have to block them. It depends. So if you remove them as a battle.net friend, then no, they can't see what you're doing. It's different than being than adding a character. So I have Freckleface, my hunter. Anybody can add Freckleface, the hunter on Tenaris, to the friends list and see when I log into that character, unless I block them. But that's not the same as adding, you know, my battle tag and seeing if I'm in Hearthstone or or Here's a Storm 
you know, and just being able to log in and launch and seeing what I'm doing. They would have to log on to that server to see that. So it's different. And maybe with somebody you don't know that well that's on your realm, maybe that's a better option than trying to add them as a battle tag. Does our social interaction shape technology or does technology shape our social interaction? Well, we'll stop. But that's, I know, that's <laughs> a whole out. other thing. <laughs> <laughs> but just that everything we talk about, you know, can be answered that way. It's like, yeah. well, should we adjust our socializing around this feature or does the feature need to accommodate us? That's why major cities are starting to put lights on sidewalks, like red lights and green lights on the curbs. Because people don't look up from their people phones. People don't look up oh, on the phones. That makes me cringe. We had that happen a couple of weeks ago when I we were know, walking. We saw, down, I yeah, know. Girl yeah. almost walked into a cab. Did, yeah. It's like, what? stop. <laughs> Checking her phone. All right. So we'll report back with what Huey's results were. And uh, Freck, I think you and I may need to tackle that uh, the bigger question here in a couple episodes. Not next episode. But that's going to take a while to do some research on. So we'll get to that here soon. Root was able to attend the 2017 Hearthstone Championship Tour. And while he was there, he had a chance to sit down with a legend. Wait for it. Dairy player. So we're at the Hearthstone Championship Tour's 2017 Spring Edition. I'm here with none other than Alien One. Alien One, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you have uh, what has to be the cutest baby in all of Blizzard history exactly. with you. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You have to. I mean, <laughs> she's made the rounds. Uh, we're going to have her hopefully on the stream here either later today or tomorrow when her royal highness returns. Yes. Yes. She's right now. She's taking a nap. She has to have that that certain amount of beauty sleep every day. But yeah. uh, after that, she'll be back in all of her tiny fin murloc glory it is amazing that little tiny fin murloc outfit is amazing yeah <laughs> uh, with your permission we'll, we'll have some pictures up on on our our feed with that. oh yeah for sure yeah and uh, definitely i mean Bl- i already sent some to blizzard probably without your permission but they are uh, <laughs> extremely interested in getting uh, her uh, on the stream so that is cool how's your day going today here at the, at the tournament it's it's going great it's really uh there's a lot of people that that showed up for it uh, a lot more than than uh, i was originally thinking was going to happen early on and then suddenly boom huge uh uh group of people started coming in right before lunch and uh it's it's been great uh amy has this thing set up where uh, uh somebody can sign up to battle an innkeeper and uh I've, I've done that at least once already which was really really fun did you uh, win um, I did, but it wasn't like the, via the normal means. The guy oh. who was playing me ran out of battery, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't really claim that as a win. No, you, you definitely should. Yeah. I would. I'm like, sorry, man. Look, you're either gonna you're gonna run out of cards or battery. Yeah. Fo- one of the two. It was back and forth, though. It was a really, really close game. So. That was uh, that's props awesome. to him for that. I've logged in. I haven't played anybody yet. I uh, logged in and saw Friends New Mirror, so so I can see other people around. So I'm on the network. I just uh, I'm up here as an admin, uh, handling our, our professional players who are on break right now between rounds uh, two and three. So I don't have a chance. I've, I've mingled a little bit, but the crowd is great. Uh, like you said, I did talk to some of the servers, and they said it's about twice the size of the normal crowd that is here. Wow, that's uh, awesome. We're being spectated by somebody with. <laughs> binoculars. We have the Unguro themes going on yes. strong here. We have we got the helmets. hats. Yeah. We got the binoculars. We got leaves all around. There's dinosaur coloring. It's a regular uh, jungle around. It really here. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
how are our, um, our um, pro players doing right now? They're doing great. Uh, they both advanced into round three. Uh, I was a little shaky start for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the second round uh, that they got into, both of them weren't uh, one and four. Or oh, one okay. and three, I'm sorry. Uh, and absolutely crushed their last two games. It was just, good, a, it's good, like good. They, and it was, they kind of both followed each other with a pattern of just increasingly having faster and better, more spectacular wins. Uh, so it's a lot, it's really cool. One of the guys, just at the last moment, I mean, his entire body language changed. He just got that clutch card and did that. <laughs> yes. And then it just, just destroyed the guy. And then, then he got up and he said, I'm going to go have some wings. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Celebration time. Right. Yeah. I'm having wings and a Diet Coke. That's know? awesome. Yeah. What I'm really looking forward to is if we if they actually go live with us. You know, that would be really cool. Yeah, so one of the things behind the scenes is we have to set up this entire set. And you helped me with that because you, you you have a lot of lighting and camera experience, which we put that to use this morning, set up, setting up the set for Blizzard. And then we're at their mercy. So we have two cameras. We have one camera that's just a webcam that sits out and looks at the venue. We've been on that. They've got us on the stream with that. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, that one's on their own. They, we have no control when they connect to that one. That's all on them. And then with the other one, with the set camera, they have to tell us who's going to be on camera when. So we just sit there uh, in Discord, in a private Discord server, waiting for Blizzard to tell us what to do. Oh, okay. And so it's a lot of hurry up and wait. We may not even use that set. (laughs) With Uh, my uh, previous military experience, I'm very familiar with hurry up and wait. (laughs) Hurry up and wait is... Is, uh, well, I currently work in city government, which is the, the same. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. And wait. <laughs> yeah, we were prepared. We did all of our testing at 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, we didn't have our first our kickoff start, what, around 11 o'clock for 11 the o'clock, tournament, yeah. 12 o'clock for the fireside gathering, and uh, we've had one venue shot. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and we've had uh, no of the, of the player tournament. But, however, we think round three is ours. We do believe that at least one of the players is going to be on them for round awesome. three. Awesome. That's fantastic. Just because of their spectacular wins in round two. Good, good, good. So, and there's less competition to be on the stream. There's <laughs> kind of less yeah. players. We've already had some big names drop out. I'm not going to reveal anything. right. Well, it's, this will go up later. So, uh, Amnesiac is already out of the tournament. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. So, wow. And now I called that early. So I, I, didn't, I should have put money under it or something. <laughs> we, we have, one of our innkeepers is an avid amnesiac fan. I'm like, yeah, he's going down early. You're just talking smack like no. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was right. So I was kind of happy about that. I noticed, I don't know if you noticed, we've had some father-son combinations out there today. And I did we, notice yeah, that. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. I did talk to one of the dads who doesn't play. And the son plays. And I'm like, you've got to get in gear. Get your dad playing his game. And they, he downloaded it. Awesome. So That's really cool. I haven't seen. He's still here. Uh, I think he's on his fourth beer now, so he may not be playing. <laughs> but or I know if he, he is, he's playing very badly. <laughs> well, he, he could be playing very good, you know, very goodly. Listen to my English. I'm, I'm, I'm superb with this. That's really good, though. That's really what I feel like the Hearthstone is all about. It's it's more of a casual game, but it's it's a game that brings people together. And it's something that I'm looking forward to whenever my daughter grows up mm. to be able to just have something to connect with her and and just play some friendly games and and uh, have some kind of common ground of like have have you seen this card have you done this oh, play yeah. before and all that kind That's of stuff. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, I've, I've kind of got that now. Uh, my son is uh, 18, uh-huh. but it's more like, Dad, this is how I beat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I beat you with this combination. You should not have done that. Oh, thanks. But, thanks. but at least you're playing together. This is true. You know? yeah, this yeah. Is true. We had a guy show up today, uh, really funny, and he, he kind of looked around. And he says, this is the Hearthstone. And I'm like, yeah, this is the Fireside Gathering. You're in the, you're in the right place. Yeah. 
And he goes, I kind of expected six sweaty guys with iPads. <laughs> Not what I got here. The, the whole like image of esports in general is really changing. It really like, is. Uh, I, I actually experienced that whenever I went. Uh, my my wife and daughter showed up uh, earlier, and uh, I went over to the other side to eat lunch with them. And uh, another family sat down at the table next to us, and the father of that family, who had an iPad with him, said, oh, that's a Hearthstone tournament. Like, wow. he didn't even know that this was happening, but he knew what Hearthstone was. Very so cool. You, it's, it's surprising, like, how many, I mean, you hear the numbers, like, this many million players of Hearthstone, but you don't understand, like, how many different people know about the game until you see things like that? It's like, oh, okay, this is some random guy didn't know about the Hearthstone Gathering. Walked but, in. But walked in to eat at Buffalo Wild Wings, and then suddenly he's like, oh, a Hearthstone Gathering. I know what this game is. You did know? he come over and get a get a raffle ticket? Do I some... don't know if he did or not. I, I, I didn't really uh, watch him after that. We give away some massive loot. At, yes. at these events, yes. and not all of them do that. So I want to have the caveat there, but we have some fantastic gear from Blizzard that we acquired, um, and we give them out raffles. About one an hour, we'll mm-hmm. raffle off, and you just don't—you can't just get a raffle ticket. We have different things you do. We have quest log to fill out. You can color a page, do some matches, challenge it. It just so many things. That we make it easy to do. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of. Uh, Stuff from the, the little plastic figures. Little yeah, the bobble. Is, they're like little bobblehead pop. Yeah, the pop. Something. The pop yeah. vinyl. I can't think of what they're called yeah. right now. <laughs> Drawing a blank. Yeah. Uh, but those go away. The little a kid and his dad both won the first round. You see that? The no, kid, I didn't yeah, see the that. kid won a death wing, and then the, the dad won a little uh, magic pop thing, little mystery box. And That's it's like, awesome. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it was a really cool moment for them. We got, of course, pictures of that. Something I, for them to talk about for the rest of the day. It's memories that, not yeah. the day. I mean, this kid's going to go home and tell his buddies about it. And yeah. Summer's about to start. I mean, we made that kid summer. He's got yeah. death wing. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know? It's the best card. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Funko Pop is what it is. See, I quit thinking Funko about pop. it, That's and Funko it, yeah. Pop comes to mind. Which is a great form of advertising for them. Quit thinking about it, and then you'll remember it. So. Right. <laughs> the harder you try, the the worse you fail. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my uh, strategy in Hearthstone. And yeah. <laughs> happens to I'm going to try really hard this game. Oh, no. <laughs> Although now I'm getting better because I can tell by about turn five how I'm going to win or lose. I, I know. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to win That's how this you long. know you're starting to get experience in Hearthstone. I can... <laughs> I can tell probably by about turn three or four oh. uh, as well myself. Doesn't matter who I'm playing against or or what I'm playing. It's like, eh, this game's not probably going to go my way. <laughs> now, do you concede <laughs> at that point? Or you just play it out, or does it depend on the quest? Uh, it depends on the quest. If I'm playing a quest, I'll just play it out. Like you know, got to play this many minions or whatever. Then I'll just go ahead and play as many minions as possible. Uh, if I'm trying to uh, win as many games with, say, Rogue as possible, I'm just going to go You're ahead and quit. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, okay, this is not a win, so I'm going to try to get a win next game. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I play a lot of for the quest. Whatever the quest is, that's to determine if I'm going to continue playing or not. Right. Now, we were watching the stream earlier uh, on Twitch for the tournament, and you'd mentioned that a guy, I don't remember, you'll have to tell me what card the guy played, but as soon as the guy played the card, the other player immediately conceded. Oh, yeah. Um, what was that? Uh... I think it was uh, um, the uh, the priest quest card. Uh, whenever uh, he dropped the priest quest uh, card, no, what was it? No, I can't. 
I can't remember what I think it was. it was. I think you're right. I think it was the one that did like a massive amount of healing to his car. Just yeah, it just changed him from like one health to forty health. Yes. And yeah. And the other the other player was just like, oh, I can't. I can't. There's do no way I can. Yeah. I'm done now. I'm done. But I'm glad to see that. At, you know, I didn't even realize that at the in the tournament you can still complete quests. Oh and yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So that's. I'm really excited about the uh, change that the, that they're coming out with, where you can uh, complete your quest with friends. With friends, which uh, I had heard one of your earlier podcasts, and you guys were actually talking about that before they announced before, it, well, saying yes. this would be a really great idea if they did it, you know, to where you could do it with friends, and then. Lo and behold. Lo and behold. Hey, you guys can do it with a friend. You think they listen to your we, podcast? Obviously, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> they listen to Freckleface, and uh, they don't listen to me. They, whatever I say, they go, you know what? Let's do the opposite yeah. of what Rude says. But Freck, they have her, like, you know, they, they don't speed dial. They probably do listen to you because they are interested in, like, what is the new player experience like? That is and, true. And if you're saying something like, this is absolutely, this part of it is not fun for me, then they might think about, okay, well, how can we improve that? that part right you know? which we did on those episodes give them ideas for how to get past that barrier to entry right yeah and it is a rough one but it you know you can persevere like i didn't get through it but it's still an uphill battle i've still got a long way to go with it but i'm yeah. enjoying the game now more and honestly the best thing about enjoying the game for me right now is the friends that i get to talk to about it yeah you yeah. guys here within in the fireside gathering our innkeeper group that we have that is a it's a it's a circle of friends that I have that not everybody has, and right, that's right. the thing. If you have your isolated one one person trying to get into it who has no friends who play, that's going to be extremely difficult. That's very frustrating. I've got yeah. encouragement from everybody else. I mean, you're you're sending me messages like you guess this is what you do. We've got a game plan and some things that we're going to work on. Right. I've yeah. got a big match coming up sometime. I think today against uh, one of our is he legendary too. Instructor, instructor. He he made it to I believe rank four last season, <sighs> okay. and uh, so he hasn't hit legendary. Good. But he's like very close. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that match coming up, and that's a that is a uh, what's it? That's a grudge match. Yes, yes. <laughs> so from my my one win when I reluctantly had to go into uh, the last competition we had, I was drafted into it because we didn't have enough players to complete the Swiss ranks. So I got drafted in, and I beat him. <laughs> and I have lived on that win for almost a year now. So that grudge match is coming. It's a no hold barred. I think I'm going to it's going to be it's going to be brutal. That's, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that uh, you guys are going to either stream it or uh, we are going to stream. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to stream that uh, cuz he yeah, you made a sweet deal with him. He's got a sweet new laptop. Yeah, he's going to be able to stream now. And he's, so. we're going to stream off that laptop. So that's going to be scarily interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have so many plans to do. Like at one point in time last night, what I was going to do, like at twelve oh one, pretty much right when we got back to the hotel after doing our initial setup, that's when I was going to initially challenge him. Yeah. <laughs> when he was nice and tired, and I was amped up on caffeine, <laughs> I was like, "It's going down now." Exactly. Um, or I can I can get his uh, his iPad, and I'll challenge you with his iPad, oh, look at that. and then. Uh, uh, we'll just set it up to where you 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 know you defeat him, <laughs> so it's got that defeat screen. Screen, yes. And then uh, I'll just set it beside him and be like, oh, "Hey, what happened? Were you paying attention to the game?" <laughs> we're, we're, you know. <laughs> well, we did have this one idea that we might do still, where he would build my deck and I would build his deck. That's a really to good play idea. Each other. Well, yeah. I, have, I have a fear, yeah. and I have a very honest fear that what would happen is I would come up with some crazy combination that nobody's done before. That destroys 
like everything, like destroys the meta and is unbeatable for some bizarre reason. Now the problem is, then everybody else starts to copy this because it's an unbeatable deck. Yeah, and it just wins everything. <laughs> but whose deck is it? It's not mine. It's Joe's deck. It's on his account because <laughs> I created it. Credit. And he's, yeah. there you yeah. go. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's, he's he will. I don't even know who you are. I've never met this man in my life. I I just came up with this uh, yeah. one day, <laughs> and uh... after years of studying. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. You were talking about uh, you know the making friends with the Hearthstone and, and things yes. like that. That uh, kind of reminded me of another portion of your podcast that uh, was a good idea. I, I'm not sure if it was from you or if it was a good idea. Freckle it wasn't. Face. It was definitely from Frank. <laughs> Where um, uh, with that idea of being able to challenge your friends, what would happen would be when somebody friend requested you after the game. Basically, it wouldn't be for nefarious reasons. It would be because, hey, you know, I had a fun time with you, and I would like to be able to complete quests with you in the future. Because right now it feels like if you crush somebody and then they friend request you right after, you don't really want to yeah. accept that friend request. No, that's a scary time yeah. in, the, in, in, <laughs> in your gaming life at that point because you're about to get uh, an earful. Yeah. Uh, that, that's like I've gotten one of those, and I'm like, gosh, you know, are you a drill sergeant? Because yeah. you should be. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. That was exactly. very good there. No, but you make a good point because that's one of the things that they they actually talk about in the Blizzard in the Blizzard launcher for uh, World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. You know, hey, if you like somebody, add them to your friends list. Be nice. You might get invited back to a group. It's the same concept where if you have a good time playing with somebody and they kind of play on your level or you like how they play style, yeah. then yeah, friend them and go get some quests done together. I had a guy. I think that's a great idea because I, I feel like there's been a few games that I've played where the person has beat me, but I really like the idea of whatever they were doing with their right, deck. Yeah. That I wanted to be. I wanted to pick their brain. I wanted to be like, hey. What were like? What do you got in this deck? What were you trying to do with this? And and you know how did you beat me so badly with it? And uh, they wouldn't accept the friend request probably for the same reason. Right, they thought yeah. I was going to give them an earful. Yep. So <laughs> You know it'd be kind of neat if if when they do this little friend request, if they could have a little thing like a white flag, uh-huh. you know, like hey, yeah. I'm, I, I want to be a nice guy on this friend request, yeah. you know, or of course or that would probably up. get abused as well, like you know. So I'm noticing there's a lot of uh, a lot of control decks that are being brought to the tournament. Really, are there? There are. Uh, matches are long. <laughs> Very. Well, long. that's kind of uh, uh, par for the course with anything having to do with championship in Hearthstone. I feel like everybody has taken a lesson from Life Coach uh, back when uh, he was playing a lot of Hearthstone and participating in a lot of. Uh, uh, championships. Life coach was known as rope coach. <laughs> rope coach. And uh, I don't know if you know what that means, but basically, at the end of a turn, you see the rope go across for your last fifteen. Yeah, you're seconds. almost out of time. Yeah, right. and they called him rope coach because every single turn he would take the full amount of time. Oh. For, it didn't matter if it was turn one. Oh wow! Like, it was like he was sitting there trying to decide on what to do on turn one, even though we did have, didn't have any turn one cards. Now, was he doing that as a tactic? Because I know that's a tactic some I people think use. Partially, it's a tactic. Sometimes yeah. it gets people frustrated. They're sitting there like, "Come on, now! It's turn one!" You know, right. and then they stop thinking about their strategy. Exactly. Yeah. So you and I talked before a little bit. We're talking about how chess games when you're playing chess, they're timed, and I'd like to see something yeah. like that in Hearthstone. That would be awesome. That would be a really awesome new mode. I feel like to to uh, 
I don't I don't know how they would work it as far as rewarding you for doing it faster, but just being able to you know sort of like in chess hit that timer button as soon as you were done with your your uh, turn. Maybe something showing. like on uh, on turn eight, if you have less than, less than however many minutes, you get rewarded something. Yeah, or maybe yeah, that would be a yeah. good idea. Like a a, a, An a extra really good card. Or card. Yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, like a quest reward. Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be neat. That would be really cool. A lot of um, things you could do with that. My favorite thing about these Hearthstone gatherings is I'm able to add a bunch of new friends on my friends oh, list yeah. that I can challenge later. If they're willing to like show up and show their faces right. at a Hearthstone tournament and like meet other people and stuff, they're probably not going to be BMing me later. No, they're not. <laughs> and I've noticed. I mean, the days the days moved on here. We're in the the latter part part of the day, and the crowd is still doing pretty good. Yeah, I think we've we're only lost. Not even half the the crowd is left, and, and the ones that have were the as we talked about before the, the parents and kids. Right, they got families to worry about. Yeah. They got other things that they were planning on doing uh, throughout the day, but still, you know, th- them stopping by is really good. It's it's uh, a sign that people still want to show support, even though they've got a busy rest of the day to you know to do. That's I'm, really good. Yeah, I'm liking it, and I, I again had another chat with the uh, the bar staff, and the the morning and the afternoon have been fantastic for them. Awesome! So that's that, fantastic. You know, which you know, it's one of those things. Like I know that's not what it's about, but yeah, it is for for our venue. The venue yes. needs to make money on this, so that is a success from their vantage point. It's part of having a good partnership with a venue. Yes. If they feel like you know they're uh, getting sort of mutually the same kind of benefit as we are we're getting the venue the space and they're getting sort of the the funds and the uh, appreciation and the uh the exposure really. exposure yeah. yeah that's the word i was trying to think of because uh, there the was i mean there were a lot of salty people about the venue location selection when this came out and it was uh-huh. announced uh behind the scenes uh we were down here before this was announced and we did a pilot program here uh-huh. uh at the same location that we're at now that went fairly well. We had some concerns, and they addressed some of our concerns. And ironically, a lot of the concerns that we had addressed were what a lot of people were complaining about on Twitter and social media, to the point where the restaurant manager here, when he heard about the complaints on social media, gave us a call and said, should I be concerned? We're like, no. <laughs> you know, this, is, this is the vocal minority, which you're right. hearing about here. Right. And once people get in the, the facility, they'll see. I mean, we were given an entire area here that we set aside that... For both the fireside gathering, that we fit easily 30 to 40 people in with no problems. Yeah, right, And then for right. the, the actual championship tournament, players were segregated away in a ramped-off area. Yeah. So we had, it was a great setup. For, and we had an entire patio that we could have used, but we chose not to because it's Florida in May. Yeah. That is so. a legitimate concern of, of anything that you're having to do with uh, esports because a lot of people out there don't understand what esports is right now. They... they I feel like the previous generation versus my generation or a generation after, uh, there is a disconnect regarding video games in general. So eSports to them, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, what? what is eSports? You guys are playing Nintendo for, <laughs> for like money now? Or How do you make money doing that? Yeah, uh, and so there is a concern that that if you get a venue, they're going to kind of push you off into like this really small, tiny little corner and be like, okay, you guys stay over here and, and do your little thing. But here, it feels like we got, you know, a huge portion we of the do. restaurant. We really you know, do. Uh, which is great. 
But that's, you know, ironic what you, what you just described there is how Hearthstone gatherings or fireside gatherings started, at least in the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. As soon as they were available, there were some locations that took advantage of it and said, okay, we're going to host a fireside gathering in this location. I went to them. This is how Florida Fireside actually got started. Mm-hmm. I went to these venues. They were not set up for it. They weren't ready for it. They had no idea. All they knew is, hey, if I, if I set this up, people will come through my front door. Right, right. Nobody was there to manage it. Uh, their Wi-Fi was horrible. They had some Linksys Wi-Fi that as soon as it had you know 18 people on them, the thing would start to slow down and crap out. And then their answer was, well, just reboot it. Yeah. Right in the middle, of, you know, five people. I just got disconnected from my match. What's going on? They have no idea what to expect. They don't with e- esports, and uh, this is the great thing about the fireside gatherings is it's really kind of putting it out there that even with the people who are coming in Buffalo Wild Wings who aren't a part of the fireside gathering, they're on you know uh, the the other side. They're seeing this happening, and they and that causes them to act, ask questions like, hey. What's going on? What What is that over there? Why are those people having fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I exactly. want to have fun. That looks like fun. <laughs> I want that. How do I order that? So, yeah, just getting our name out there and also getting the fact that uh, these events can be fun. They can be competitive. You can... Uh, they're family friendly. You can have your kids join yeah. in, and, and it, it not be something that you have to worry about, you know, with danger or anything like that. It's really good. You know, or for, you know, being family friendly, you can bring your parents. It's right. Okay. You can bring your parents. Garrett's here. Garrett's mom <laughs> and was not here. be embarrassed. Right. Yeah. Garrett from the Angry Chicken is here, and his mom was here earlier. Stop by. Oh, it's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's that's okay not... to bring your parents. Yeah, <laughs> it's an event you won't be embarrassed at with your parents. That's, that's okay. That's awesome. So I just played another. Oh, uh, yeah. I added uh, just between the time that uh, we were talking to each other and then I came back, uh, I added four more people to my friends That's list. Like it's like magic time. Awesome. You know, <laughs> it's great. I played somebody, and uh, uh, it, I like it whenever uh, I add, just randomly add somebody to my friends list, and then I challenge them, and I look around the room. Oh, you see who they are. Yeah, and you see them. somebody sitting there, like looking craning, around as well, <laughs> craning their neck, going, "Who is it that just challenged me? I don't, I don't know who that is, but I'm going to find out." You know, <laughs> we've had it at uh, at some of our other venues when when and they're quiet or not. They're not like this. They're not a restaurant. They're actually actually a small co location workspace. Well, not small. It's rather large actually. But when somebody will will get a strange challenge, they'll stand mm-hmm. up and go like, "Who is?" And the college yeah. battle tag. Now, that's me. Oh, you want to go? Let's All right, go. We're going down. You know? <laughs> that's fantastic. That's one of my favorite things to do. It's like you know, uh, I just did that a few minutes ago before I came over here, and I saw the guy, and and uh, I, he caught my eye. He was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> all right, we're challenging each other now." All right, you but know. you guys also have a uh, a basketball hoop challenge going on, completely separate from anything here. This little basketball hoop game in the corner. Oh yes, absolutely. I actually was uh, a helper in that. I helped uh, Joe, um, who is one of the people participating in that challenge, uh, try to get as many uh, baskets as possible. And what happened was, this thing is set up for only two digits so it got up to really 99 and i don't know if he scored any more than that because there's no three digit thing on there so so it didn't roll over it didn't roll over because i'd be like look uh, it says seven that's 107 really uh so i win (laughs) so now that he hit 99 technically he could do that he could be like well i actually made 150 but it only says 99 99, yeah (laughs) that's all it goes up to (laughs) 
So that started off in the morning when we're doing a setup here. Uh, Joe saw that machine over there. He says, you know what? i got to go to that machine, and I've got to beat the high score. Which I'm is going like to be the high score of the day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so he goes over, and he's sinking them. And that was just him on his own in the corner. And then some other guys who were here for the Fireside Tournament showed up. And they did it two-man style, mm-hmm. where one person was feeding the other person the basketballs. And, you know, okay, that's a variance on some, I don't know what the rules are. If, yeah. if there are rules, <laughs> there are house rules, I'm sure, to that game. So, you know, the call-out was made. Yes. And the call-out, you, you guys responded. You were up there. You crushed it. I can still see the 99 from here. It's yes. still there. It can't be changed. It you know, there's not. You know, there's not any three digits, so that's fantastic. That's another great thing about having a venue like this is there's a few other things that kind of occupy your time if you've got a, you know, a bit of free time. Well, or there's going to be. Uh, what's happening in another behind-the-scenes thing here? Is as far as the pro players go, they'll they have three ma- best of fives when mm-hmm. they're playing in a Swiss yeah. tournament. If they get like three wins straight in a row, back to back to back, three out, they're out and waiting for the rest of the nation to finish the round. Oh wow! So we can wait a long, long time, hours in between the time that our players are done and the rest of the nation catches up with us. And barring, we've had you know, knock on wood, zero technical difficulties here. Which is another yeah, it's great, know, yeah, great thing. We have great uh, this gigabit connection here. It's fantastic. Other venues have had, you know, they're going to be problems. I'm not trying to down any other venue, but there have been some problems in other venues, and you have to wait for those to get resolved. Right. And right. once those are resolved, then the, you know the, the matches continue. We had one of our guys. I called it. I said he's going to be up on the stream. He was up on the stream. I don't know if they actually recorded him, uh, but there were. He had at one point in time with the four Blizzard uh, locations or people spectating. Uh, oh, his, fantastic! So we don't awesome. don't know the, what happened with that. Uh, that was that was a brutal. He he was out zero and three. That was uh, three brutal losses. He just got. Uh, it was right after he had three incredible wins. Yeah. <laughs> we got God's wounds here. Yeah, uh, he keeps <laughs> jumping in. <laughs> Otherwise he- known as Austin. Say hello, sir. <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> it is going fantastic. How are you enjoying the uh, the venue today? It's awesome, actually. Today. How many uh, you challenge anybody as an innkeeper? Yes, quite a few people. And how are you doing? You're winning or you're letting them win? I've won every single game I've played. <laughs> I'll have to challenge you later so I can break that streak because <laughs> I, I will pl- play my drunk pally against anything. He has I been will. known to beat other I innkeepers. I will join you in this uh, drunken <laughs> challenge and I'll play priest. It's not drunken. Ch- the, the deck is drunk. I'm not drunk. Okay. <laughs> so. All right, then I'll make the, the deck drunk as possible. <laughs> All right, we'll have to do this. We'll have to do After I defeat Instructor Joe, then uh, I've seen like I'm just racking up. I'm, I'm digging the hole deeper is what I'm doing here, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm winning anything Well, today. maybe not, because if you do win both games, oh, then, then you're you going to have the major bragging rights for like the rest of the yeah. quarter. <laughs> no, because then I'll just have to retire again. Because <laughs> after I won the, when, I, when I defeated Instructor, I had to retire for a while. I had to step I back. I don't have to make Legendary because I beat all of the Legendary players. There you go. <laughs> you don't have to. You just, by default, you are. Right? <laughs> I've been to other venues before for other different types of games and at a lot of the other venues the people come they stay for maybe an hour at most and then they head out so it's just like this really small stream of people and and this is at you know other gaming places or other restaurants and stuff and and this place a lot of people show up and a lot of people stay so it it just feels a little bit more like a community. It really is. There's engagement factor. Uh, I mean, we've got a crew of, what, nine people here at the right, event. Right, right. So we have the ability to uh, do raffles, as we said before. We're engaging. We have people circulating. We have coloring pages. 
for right, people to yeah. do. And some people are doing some awesome stuff. There, I've seen two pe- two uh, pieces of art, and they, it is art. Well, I will tell that, you that, that one of posted them up. that is up there is by none other than Amanda here. Who, oh, who yes. spent like an hour and a half on one drawing? Looks amazing, <laughs> with different shades. It's, it's one of the, it's the uh, the dinosaur, yeah, with the different shades of purple and pink. Yeah, you would you would think okay. Oh, oh you've got you've got. Oh, you actually have it on her. She has it on her phone. It's it's, <laughs> it's her wallpaper. You've got phone. stuff to color. Oh my god! And then when you <laughs> see it, it's like, whoa! Yeah. Oh, it's oh it's it's Hearthstone related stuff yeah. to color. <laughs> oh, it's, you mean adults can color too? Yeah. <laughs> this World of Warcraft does have a coloring book, which is cool. Don't don't go looking for adult coloring book online. Uh, bad, bad, yeah. <laughs> bad choice. Bad yeah. choice. Um, <laughs> just don't don't do that. Well, my wife is not. She stopped by here with my daughter. Obviously, yes, yes. Um, she's not into Hearthstone at all. But she was very impressed by the amount of people that had shown up, and she was also one of the biggest things she was impressed by was the fact that there was that arts and crafts table sitting there <laughs> yeah. of all the different things that you could do. She was like, oh, you could do... Because she's very into arts and crafts. Oh, ah, okay, yeah. So she's like, you can do other stuff other than having, you know, to play a Hearthstone? I was <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, this is just a get-together of friends getting, you know, uh, discovering other people who like to play the same games as you, but also doing some other things that are fun and just having a good time, relaxing, you know? It's one of the best things, uh, the whole, I mean, you're getting card backs. Uh, those who don't have their, their fireside gathering card backs get a new card back. You have a chance to earn an, uh, another card back for the being at the tournament. Right, yeah. So there's just things you can do to improve your game, to improve your hand, what you have, what your deck looks like, your card backs. And like you said, it's just a chance to socialize with people and realize, you know, I don't have to play this game. I don't want to say shame because that's not the word, but there are a lot of closet gamers. Right, and right. the fact that you can come out here and go like, oh wait, it's it's okay. I have uh, I've played very 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 few games. I would say probably I could count them on two fingers. Okay, uh, um. Hearthstone <laughs> included, where I felt like the community itself was extremely helpful, very friendly, and you know was uh, willing to if I asked a question, um, say, hey, okay, here's how I can help you. You know. Um, there's not a whole lot of games that I've played that were like that. So um, I'm not gonna. I will say that probably World of Warcraft is not the other game. Not the no. other game. Uh, that was kind of a, a, for me a bad experience. But um, the other one was City of Heroes, uh, which, that for a which while. is yeah. now defunct. Yes. It's offline. There is no way to to play it or get it at this point in time. But. That was another one of those games where I just felt like you could log on as a new player and say, hey, I need help learning how to do something in this game. And, like, ten people would show up and be like, here's <laughs> how you do it. You I'm know? a superhero. I'm Hearthstone is another one of those games, you know, for me at least. I've had a great experience with, with uh, adding friends and having people be like, oh, hey, check this out. You might want to check this resource out. You might want to uh, look at this. You might uh, want to try this. Um, one guy from Australia that's on my uh, friends list who actually regularly makes Legend spent several weekends with me. Oh, wow. Coaching me. Nice. And that's how I made Legend. The one time that I made Legend (laughs) is uh, he was sitting there with me saying, no, you wouldn't want to make that decision because if you made that decision two or three turns from now, that would bite you in the butt. Mm -hmm. You know? And I'd be be like, wow, okay, I didn't even think about that. You know? So that's it's great. You know, it's it's an awesome experience to have 
uh, a game that has this kind of community. Now I get that a little bit with uh, with Freckleface when I actually let her watch what I'm doing because mm-hmm. I have a tendency to want to heal my my hero way too fast. Right. Like I've got a heal card. I'm going to play. The, she said, no, "No, don't heal yet. Wait, no. you know, wait till he does a little more damage, then heal." Then you because, get the full effect, right? Because you know? <laughs> if you heal now, it's like if I have something, it's like if I am six hit points down and I have, a, I'm going to heal you for six. I want to heal back up. No, 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 no. Just wait a little bit. Yeah. You don't wait have to that. worry yet. You know. Yeah. Wait till you really need that heal because if not, he's just going to have another damage. This deck has two of those cards in it. He's already played one. Chances are he's got that card right. again, and he's just going to lay it out on you right away, and that's a wasted heal. That's something that I've discovered, too, lately, especially now that there's been a whole bunch of different releases with Hearthstone, a bunch of different types of cards that are uh, what I like to call board cleaners. You now have to think about how can I bait the other person to use their board cleaner so I can start filling the board again yeah. and not have to worry about that. Because they've already used what they were going to use early in the game. Uh, I was telling you uh, before on uh, Facebook Messenger that I have this uh, recruit deck. Yes. The whole deck is built around like just pulling out a bunch of recruits for Paladin. And that's what I have to do. Like I have to play two or three spells that pull out, I don't know, th- maybe three to five recruits. And baits the other person to be like, okay, I have to remove all these recruits from the board, so i got to use this big, expensive spell to do that. And as soon as they do that, next turn, I just refilled the board again. No. And they're like, oh, no, i got nothing now. i got nothing you know? now. <laughs> I've, been, I've been that guy. I've been the yeah. person who went, oh. Oh. Wow. That's in work. Concede. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's something that that you got to think about now, but uh, that that's pretty fun to do. It is really, really is. So, as a, a seasoned veteran player, what would be some advice you would give to someone like me who is just getting into the game uh, to continue? And I've already said I've, we, that I've got my my friends around me for the encouragement. You know, I do have uh, more decks. I have my way of getting additional cards. So I'm starting to build that up, but I'm so I'm not green green. But what would be some advice for a person who's at my stage to press on and continue playing hard? Well, I can tell you what what I did. Uh, What I did was basically um, I set small goals for myself. I didn't go, okay, I'm going to immediately make Legend or I'm immediately going to just go right into this whole ranking system and do the best I can and then lose a bunch and then get really discouraged. It's, okay, what do I have to do in this game to start uh, leveling up, like in, in WoW. How do you level up? So in Hearthstone, that is, okay, uh, you've got to play each of the classes and level them up to a, sp- a certain level. I think it's um, 20 or 30, where you earn the entire basic card collection. Okay. Um, you can get up to 60 with each hero, but at a certain point, you just start earning the golden version of the basic card and that's not something you have to worry about so just earning the entire basic collection is number one for a brand new player okay so that's where i'm at right now yeah most of my like 12 to 14 is what their level is whether you want to do that against other players or the innkeeper you can do that but just level each hero up to about 20 or 30 uh, and that will earn you the entire basic collection. Okay. And then at that point, you can start making some pretty good decks. You know, good basic decks that will earn you some wins uh, to get 
more cards and gold and more more newer expansion packs and all that kind of stuff. After that, then I say start uh, looking at different websites. Like, what are people posting for decks? You, you, you had talked in previous podcasts about the meta. The, the meta is something, if you want to be competitive, you have to start paying attention to. Like, mm. what are people doing? And uh, something I, I had done back in the day when I was into competitive stuff was uh, I would look at the top streamers. Who was being watched the most? Like, Strife Pro was one. Strife Pro uh, is an amazing player. He's constantly at the top of the ladder. I would tune into what he was playing, and then I would figure out what is the counter to what he is playing because there's 14,000 people watching him right now. I'm going to copycat him. They're all going to copycat him. So how can I counter that? And, and sure enough, you know, I'd get on the ladder and there would be a ton of people playing the exact same deck that he was playing yesterday, you know, and then I would have the counter to that. And that would help me win a bunch of games and get a bunch of gold and then earn some more packs and so on and so forth. So I'd say watch some of the the top streamers who are most popular right now and then figure out um, via Google searching or just asking some friends or whatever, what's the counter to this deck? This is being played right now. What's a good counter to that? Like Austin is a top player. Like I I, I like watching him a lot. Um, And he's good at that. He knows, okay, this is, this deck is the counter to this. This deck is the counter to that, you know? So, you know, you can ask people like that and be like, okay, this is currently being played right now by a top player. What would be good to play against that? And then, uh, they'll give you that deck if you can somewhat build a deck that's like that. And I would also say, um, like Freckleface said in one of your previous podcasts is, uh, go to some sites where they're posting theory crafting type decks like Icy Veins or, or Hearthpone or, or places like that and just see what are they trying, you know, uh, what are they trying in Standard? If you're into Wild, what are they trying in Wild? Um, and then just kind of build some stuff around that. I That's the most fun part of the game for me right now. Um, I used to just do a bunch of copying. Like I, I would watch the streamers, I would go copy a counter deck, and i just copy, copy, and then try to earn cards. Now... I've played so much, which is now probably two to three years or so, that I'm to the point where now I have a large enough collection where I just flip through my collection and I say, what's a cool card? Mm. How can I build around that one card and make a cool strategy around that? Um, Back in the day, there was this card called Hobgoblin, and... uh, Anytime you would put out a one-attack minion, he would give that one-attack minion plus two, plus two. Oh, wow, okay. And that's something to build around. That's like, okay, if you've got two hobgoblins in your deck, then find a whole bunch of one-attack minions yeah. and then like see if you can make that work. You know, uh, If it doesn't work, that's fine, too. But like, that's cool. Like To me, that's theory crafting. That's what the fun part of the game is for me. So that was a rabbit trail a little bit. But um, what I would say, definitely earn the basic card collection and then watch some top streamers. Not only are you going to find out what decks they're playing, but you're also going to see what kind of strategies they're using. Like, why do they make this decision? Strife Crow was really good about that because he talks out loud about everything. Mm. Uh, about, okay, well, if I play this card, then they'll probably do this, so I'm not going to play it, which is helpful, you know. 
Uh, so uh, I do that and then um, keep playing. Like, yeah, and don't, there you go. Don't just, like, play three or four games, get uh, tilted, and then um, not play for a couple of weeks because that's not going to help you any. You no, know? I, like, like I said before on the show, I used to have it on a to-do list. Like, okay, better play my heart on And it, it was because of the podcast and the segment. Yeah. And, I, you know, I said I'm going to do it, and I did it. And now I got to the point where I was like, you know, and I'm kind of looking forward to playing. And now I'm really right. enjoying it. Even though my, you know, my win ratio isn't the best, it's not going to be the best, and I understand it until I get my, you know, the the heroes up to twenty, and that's now a goal that I have. Yeah. But now it's just kind of like, you know, I'm getting more into it, and I've got a lot of responsibilities that are that will be shared here soon. That people see a rationale for it, mm-hmm. but it's just a lot of fun. I really it enjoy is, yeah. it, and you know, when you come to these, and that's hard, the main thing. Yeah. It, you know, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. Right. And, you know, and that, that's in anything in life. So. And that was going into it, and I said it was admittedly a chore, but I knew it was going to be a chore because of all those reasons that we brought forward in that episode about it does have this large barrier to entry. Right. And it's an uphill road, but I'll get there. And that's yeah. a cool part about and it. And something I found out, too, was the fact that, like, I think a lot of new players think that uh, if you make a deck, it's only a good deck if it's got an 85 to 90% win rate. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's considered a good deck, actually, if it's got a 60 to 65% win oh, rate, wow. which is just over 50%. Yeah, it's just over half of half <laughs> which, of it, yeah. So, you know, like, don't think that you have to win all the time no. with a, a deck that you've, that you've made, um, which is also, I guess, a, another good point of, uh, I don't know, advice to uh, a new player, which is try to use something... That like a deck tracker that keeps track of at least your win rate, so you know, okay, uh, this is getting me forty percent win rate, so it's not helping me at all. So I should get rid of this deck. Right. I'm not using that yet because right now I'm primarily playing on my phone. Right. So I don't have the ability. I understand there are deck trackers that you can get for, uh, and run. I haven't done it, so I'm not. I'm you know kind of speaking yeah. out you know not out of turn here. But it's something for the PC or Mac that you get that kind of. And I've seen people here use it where it just overlays. What right, you've been right. playing, keep some statistics going. Some people were worried at the very beginning of the game. Is this cheating? You know, and then Ben Brode mentioned on Twitter, no, this is basically the same as if you had a pen and paper. And we're taking and you notes. Were taking and notes thing, and yep. saying, this person played this card. This person played this card. This is how many cards I have in my deck, and this yeah. is what cards I've played already. You know, so it's just an automated version of doing that. You know, not a lot of tournaments. So these these pro players can't have that. They, they're not allowed right, to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And and you'll see that like when you're they're playing the pro tournaments, they'll have a pen and paper, and some of them will be writing down stuff. Yeah, like, at oh, this level, they're one. not allowed to, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. We, really? Yeah, they're not allowed to take notes right now. Wow, that's crazy. I, I've been I in didn't some, even know that. Yeah, like the when we did the last one at uh, at the fireside gathering, previous to this, which was a, a tavern hero qualifier, you could take notes. Yeah. And all, my notes were, were really simple. I'm like, I got beat by this deck. I got beat by this deck. I got beat by that deck. All right, I beat Joe. All right. Yeah. That was my notes. That's the number one note right there. You know? <laughs> That's on my fridge at home. <laughs> but here, yeah, in part of the stats, we're like, you know. We're going to no make that saying, into a bumper sticker. I just should. Oh, I beat Joe. You know, you know, something like that would catch on, and people it wouldn't would, even know what it meant, and they'd put it on their cars. Be like, I beat Joe. What's that mean? You'd see it some other time and be like, does this person know Joe or nope? They just know some other Joe somewhere, and they they, you know. they beat they beat Joe in something. Yeah, that's that's a million dollar idea, right? That that is like a force jump of an idea, yeah. right? That's what that is. 
I'm enjoying myself and have been enjoying myself this entire time. I'm glad uh, that we are spending this amazing Memorial Day weekend uh, doing this kind of thing. Um, And I have to give a shout-out to my wife for being supportive of me doing something that she's not even into but thought, hey, you know what, let's make this a family vacation. We're going to head out to Tampa and just do some stuff. And uh, she sent me some pictures just a few minutes ago. They're hanging out at the pool right now, uh, just having a great time. When so. We all know you just came down to show off your beautiful baby. We yeah. know this. You're <laughs> trying course, to play course. it off like it's a family yeah, yeah. vacation. <laughs> but are, we, any, know, excuse, we, any excuse. We already have a, uh, a petition going to change your, your daughter's middle name to Adorbs. Adorbs, yes, That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which will happen. I fully support that. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me. Oh, on thank the show. you for yeah. showing up. And, and well, showing up. You're here for the venue. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're here for the tournament. I had to grab you. Bring it over here. So, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for sitting down and chatting with me and giving me some advice. So now I, I'll, I'll let you know. We'll, yeah. We'll oh, any time. Like any time that you want to just like sit there and theory craft the deck oh, or you man. know just like whatever cards you've got and stuff. There's always a way to create something to surprise your yeah. opponent. We'll have to do know? something. I mean. It's not like you don't work four blocks from the studio. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you're probably out on assignment places all over. Never know where you're going to be around town. A lot, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks a lot, man. All right, see you later. Frick, that's about going to do it for episode number 353 of HearthCast. I did want to give a shout-out to the entire Florida Fireside team. Uh, We had a great event. And it was a lot of work by everybody there. Everything from people checking people in. We had prizes to give away, loot, lessons, suggestions. We had a lot of fun the entire time. And big thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings for putting this event on and letting us take over their restaurant for an entire weekend. If you're interested in hanging out with some cool people and playing Hearthstone, you can actually find the link to those fireside gatherings right there in your Blizzard launcher. Folks, while you're out and about, don't forget to give us a rating over there on iTunes. That lets us know how we're doing and also lets other people know if they might enjoy HearthCast. We want to thank our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, we want to thank all of you for listening. We love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network.